guys, and welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and today is the Happy Half Hour, which is where I invite a guest to come back on the show because they've already been here before and you loved them and adored them and wanted to hear more from them. And so we bring them back every other Friday for just a 30 minute kind of recap how you're doing, get back to know you, all those kind of things. And so today, my guest is Tasha Morrison. Hi, Tasha. Hi, how you doing? Good. I'm so glad that you are back on the show. Um, and I think it's funny that you're pulled over on the side of the road in your car to do this interview. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it's a little hot. <laughs> oh, no. Well, good thing it's only 30 minutes, so you're going to make it. Yes. It's already hot here in Texas. Um, I know. Before I chat with you, Tasha, I want to thank um, a sponsor who makes today's show happen, and that is Prep Dish. And Prep Dish is a healthy meal planning service, which do we not all need someone to do something for us? And so Prep Dish plans your meals. Um, Allison is the chef there, and you get an email once a week with a grocery list and a prep list and then a cook list. And so you take your list to the grocery store. You buy all your ingredients. You come home and spend about two hours. I think I did it recently in like an hour and 45 minutes. You prep all your meals, and then, girl, you're ready to go for the whole week. Um, and so it is a lifesaver for us busy women. I I need that. I need prep dish in my Everybody life. needs prep dish in their life. So right now, go to prepdish.com slash happy hour, all lowercase. And right now, you can do um, a $4 trial for your first month. It's a dollar a week, guys. You cannot get one thing at Starbucks for a dollar. Not one thing. So go find prep dish. <laughs> uh, Tasha, happy Good yes. Friday. Happy Good Friday to you, too. It's a good Friday. It's a good Friday. It really is. And I'm excited that that you're back on here um, on a day like today, a Good Friday, where we as Christians can celebrate um, what happened on that Good Friday when Jesus died for us. And so you and I are actually going to be celebrating in the same place tonight. Yes, I'm super excited about the Kirk Franklin concert. Kirk Franklin in the house in, in Austin, Austin, Texas. Yes. Have Austin, you ever met Texas. Kirk Franklin? I met him years ago um, when I was on staff at a church in Atlanta. Okay. We brought him in for an um, anniversary thing. And then I actually went to see him when he came, when he brought his tour through Austin um, a few months ago. Okay. Well. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm okay. A fan. Are you going to fangirl? You're going to be cool if you get to meet him. I'm going to be cool. I be- always chicken out. <laughs> I always chicken out. <laughs> Are you like someone, like if you see someone famous or that you want to meet, will you ask to take a picture? Rare. I seldom will I do that. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, I like to protect people's space and I yeah. understand that. Yeah. But then there's sometimes when you're just such a fan that you're like, okay, I got to take a picture, you yeah, know, and yeah. so I either speak. Sometimes I'll just speak and say, hey, I just wanted to say I love what you're doing, da, 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 but I won't I won't ask for a picture, uh-huh. you know, um, and then I leave and I'm like, I should have oh, asked for dang a it, picture. Dang it, I should have got a picture. <laughs> well, yeah. most people like they love people telling them that they appreciate what they do. So, um, yeah. OK, so you and I are celebrating Good Friday at the Frank Irwin Center here in Austin together. Um, and you were on my show forever ago on episode number 44 wow i just 44? released episode 136 this week and you were number 44 44 i know there's so much to that number there's so <laughs> much has happened in your life since then okay so that was i mean a long time ago and a lot has changed in your life since um we had 
when since you were on the happy hour. So give everyone that's listening, if if they haven't heard you and I have a conversation, we had a phenomenal conversation on episode number 44. And in fact, I want to tell you this, Sasha, I don't think I ever got the chance to tell you this. Um, but someone uh, sent me an email about that conversation as well. Oh. And she she had spent some time living in Ferguson, Missouri. And let, can I read you some of her email that she sent to me? Yeah. I found yeah, this definitely. this morning. I was just looking at what you had done. And she said this. She said, over the past two years, um, being in this position that she worked in, every time that I was, this is her speaking, every time I was exposed to a public dialogue about race relations, it was always very negative experience. A lot of blame, rhetoric, shame, and violence. And these conversations never actually went anywhere or solved anything. And then she said this. Now to the confession. I had avoided this podcast. She's speaking about the one you and I did. I had Mm -hmm. avoided this podcast for a long time because of the subject. I was so worried that it was going to be more of the same. And it came up in the queue again while I was waiting for a plane. And I took a deep breath and I went in. And she said, I was absolutely blown away by Tasha and the work she is doing. Thank you both for having such an honest, open, reasonable conversation about learning about respecting and understanding our differences. Uh, The work that she's doing uh, is going to bring a break change in the world. And so that is from a listener, Megan, who sent that in after listening to number 44. And I agree with her that you are doing such great things in the world. Um, And tell everyone what is the newest thing that's happening right now with Be The Bridge? Well, the newest things that is that Be The Bridge is an officially a nonprofit organization. So, you know, a lot of this work started organically with me and um, you were a part of that, you know, just really trying to work this through our own personal lives um, because we saw the need and the brokenness. And so um, since then, um, Be The Bridge is 501c3. Um, We are launching a new guide on um, April the 26th. And we just finished in um, packaging discussion questions, like 135 discussion questions, because, you know, our heart is to really equip, um, you know, people to continue to have this conversations to reach across um, those racial barriers. So, yes. Okay. And so those discussion questions, how would I get them if I was listening and I wanted to create some kind of environment where I could go through those with someone? That's a great question. (laughs) We are working through those details right now. As you know, I'm still doing, um, you know, Be The Bridge is basically full-time, but I also have a full-time job and we're working through the logistics on getting those cards um, to people. But, you know, when I come out to churches and stuff like that, I'm bringing um, those conversation cards with me. We will get them up online um, pretty soon, but the new guy will be available for download, um, on April the 26th. And this new guy will also have accompanied with it, a leader's guide, which was a missing part to the, mm. the last guide. So a leader's guide. And this new guide is really gonna really take us a lot deeper into this work of reconciliation and what it means and understanding the foundation of truth, our historical truth, um, um, justice, biblical justice, and also um, the process of reconciliation. So we're super excited about the content of this guy. That's awesome. And so these are guides, which I think I understand this, but just want to make sure everyone else that's listening that understands is if someone wanted to create a, a group to go through these with a be the bridge group that would meet inside someone's home um, and invite people who you may not think alike or look alike. And then you go through this process together. Is that correct? Exactly. This is a guide for like kind of like what we did as mm-hmm. a group where you form a group and you have um, people of color there. 
um, and you can um, kind of process, you go through this guide. I think it's, we, we say it takes about a year to really delve into it. So there's some small groups using it, but we also have a tool. I know a lot of people have issues where they don't have um, other people of color in their community or um, they don't know anyone. Uh, we want you to try to find some people, but we also have um, just kind of like a tool that we've created to help you personally to start taking these steps of breaking down some of your own cultural experiences and learning um, to prepare you for the greater conversation when you will have people of color in your midst. And so we have a tool for that, too, that mm. we're going to um, launch. Such great work. So as a friend, so super proud of everything that you've got going on um, as well. And it was a pure honor of mine to be able to spend uh, those couple of months with you guys when you first did the first group. And it really did um, change a lot of my life. And I was able to, Tasha, last weekend I was at the Sparrow Conference in Dallas and I was able to um, moderate a panel on diversity. And it was just like such an honor. Like I just feel like, wow, so Mm. honored to be able to sit and just listen to women especially um women of color to be able to share um things that they want the whole world to know and understand um and then at the end of the day we all got to just realize about where our value and worth was in christ and so super proud of all that you're doing so proud so okay go back and listen to episode number 44 because i promise you guys some of the early episodes (laughs) you guys have missed but this one you don't want to miss because tasha it was a great great conversation um okay let's dive into our questions are you ready Okay, I think I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) what is something that you have read or watched or heard lately that you can't stop recommending to other people? Okay, two things. The book by Trevor Noah, um, he's on Comedy Central, it's called Born a Crime. Love that book. He's a, I mean, brilliant storyteller, funny with a lot of truth. It really talks about the apartheid in South Africa. Mm -hmm. And then also another book, um, Stamp from the Beginning, that really takes you through um, the underneath the history of um, racism throughout the world. And so it's a big, thick book, but it's a great book. So yes, you can see where my reading I is. love it. Stamped from the beginning. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stamped from the beginning. Okay. And then the next one is um, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. Okay. I am new to this Trevor guy. I don't watch. He's on Comedy Central, right? Yeah, he's on Comedy Central. Yes. Yeah. And so I don't have cable and I guess I've never even found that on Netflix or Hulu. But I have several friends that literally they cannot get enough of him. So, yeah, yeah. I, there's some YouTube clips out there. I don't like watch the show as much. Okay. But I get a, people send me a lot of clips too. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Tasha, you have a full time job plus another full time job. Uh, <laughs> and um, you, I know just from knowing you that you do, a, you spend a lot of time with your friends. That's a big value for you. You travel, you do all of these things in your world. How do you recharge? That is a great question. Uh, one way I am working on that, I'm a work in process. And so I'm going to make sure this year that I fit in more time for self-care. But things that I like to do is I like to go get a pedicure and a mm. manicure. Um, I am actually booking some time next month to go to the spa. Um, and then I like to go to the movies And then I like to recharge with some of my hilarious friends, you know. Um, And so those are some of the ways that I, you know, um, do self-care. But also getting away, you know, Mm -hmm. um, getting away, driving. And I love to walk. I've been having some issues with my ankle, but um, I'm going to take up biking. And so good. Yeah. You can do that soul cycle stuff. 
you know what you want to do that about, i'm thinking about having like a um like a like a fundraiser where we can have these soul cycle events going on yeah i want to talk <gasps> to the people there but yes i want to do it with you that type of stuff yes <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm in. I got your name. You got my name and my number. I'm in. I'll do a soul like soul cycle fundraiser. Um yeah. okay, so when you go to the spa, I'm just curious, what's your favorite thing? Are you like a massage person or you know what? I'm not a very touchy person, but I've as I've gotten older, I do like the massage. So I love shoulder massage. Oh, I'm gonna know? tell you something, okay? Uh-huh. I had about a year and a half ago a facial for the very first time. Yes, those are great. It's I will take that over a massage any day. You know what? The facial I I I will I stand corrected because I left the facial feeling a little more refreshed than yep. the, you know, sometimes mm. the massage can make you sore. Mm-hmm. So yes, I yes, my my friend, my best friend um, sent me one for my birthday last year and I enjoyed it, but I need to do more stuff like that for yeah, myself. Me too. Me too. I try to walk some, like I just now got back from, a, I just had like 45 minutes before we were going to chat, took a walk. And so it, I feel like better about myself when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Tasha, um, what do you hope your legacy is when you're gone? Oh man, I tell you, um, I hope to leave the world a little bit better than <laughs> than what it is now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I just pray that um I'm remembered by someone for someone who just um used every gift that God gave her to um bring him glory. Mm. That's good. And I you can know? tell you as someone who knows you that you're 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 doing that. So you you yeah. are on the track to do what you want your legacy to be. Um what's some advice that you love to give out? I love, to, first of all, I love to give out lots of advice. <laughs> <laughs> I love to tell people what to do. <laughs> but one of the things um, I love to tell people is to, 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 to just be you, you know, be the person that God created you to be, you know? And I think, and sometimes that invokes another conversation because sometimes people don't know how to do that because mm. they don't understand who God has created them to be. So right. I like in that turn, it opens up a deeper conversation, but that's, I think the greatest advice that I give as I mentor and as I talk with people and especially talking with other women, because that's an area that we struggle in as it relates to our identity and, um, you know, and our purpose a Mm. lot of times. Just be you. I feel like that would have saved me a lot of heartache um, in my early twenties. Yeah. And that's what I really, I love to say, just be, just be you. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like someone's like, well, I don't like who I am. And then you're like, well, we have some deeper problems. Like we have other deeper things with our identity and stuff. Okay. I like that. Just be you. Um, Okay. Tasha, what equals success to you? What equals success to me? And I think it it goes back to the legacy question. I think what equals success for for me is that that if my life can bring, you know, we're created to bring, um, to bring glory to God, you know? And so I think if my life can do that to me, that's that equals success. You know, it's not a, it's not a number connected with that. It's not, um, a validation that's connected with that or degrees or anything like that. I think if my life is pleasing to the Lord and that to me, that's what success means, you know, mm. and I try to keep it there because it keeps me from being materialistic or be developing idols or, you know, looking and comparing myself to other people, you know, just keeping it where let, let me live the life that God intended for me to live and let that bring glory to him. And to me, if you do that, 
then whatever we term as success, then that equals success, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in a practical way, as a, as a woman who is building this fabulous nonprofit, um, how do you look at Be the Bridge? What makes that a success? Not just you personally, but your ministry. Yeah, I think what Be the Bridge, what makes it a success for me is that people are interested. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. and, and, and I think also the conversation is so needed. Um, we need a space to help speak, speak into the divide and the brokenness and the hurt that's, mm. that's there. And we need to speak truth into that. And so I think success for me is, is that, that people are interested in the conversation, but also, you know, it would also be creating tools to further the conversation and, and coming alongside churches and organizations and helping to equip them and to stretch them to really delve into the conversation. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that would be success um, for me, but I do understand that everybody's not ready for the conversation. And so I am also, I I understand that I'm going to go where the doors are open and where people, where there are people of peace that are ready to have this conversation. I'm not going to beg anyone to have Mm. this conversation. Have you had people, have you, have you had any pushback with be the bridge? Oh, you know what? I've, I, of course we've had some pushback. Um, you know, sometimes people get sound bites of stuff mm. and they don't have the full understanding. And then sometimes, you know, if you're, you're, you're talking about this, there's so many layers and it's so complex that the best time to really unravel this and to really start, um, really digging up a lot of this is, you know, in the groups, but sometimes, you know, people get sound bites on social media, mm-hmm. different things, or, you know, they hear a 20 minute panel discussion and they're like this, this, and this, but I, and I don't have time to say, you know what, what you're doing, dealing with right now is fragility. And I need you to read up on this or read up on that. Mm. You know, so a lot of times people don't understand that this, this takes work. You have to read. Um, there's stuff that we give you to watch. It takes a lot of time and effort and mm. that's difficult for a lot of people. You know, It is. And I think it's difficult for some people as well. You know, like how you said that success is just people, you know, wanting to know more because I think yeah. as a white person, you could live your whole life and segregate yourself and not know anyone that looks different than you. And it wouldn't matter mm-hmm. to you, right? Like, yeah. what's the big deal? <laughs> this doesn't bother me. And so just that people actually wanting to know and then you saying, hey, it's going to take some work because you've never had to work at this ever. It's, if you're yeah. a white person, you know, so. Yeah. But see. I've had more, I, I would say in this, I've had more, I have it's a miracle to have more positive feedback mm. than negative But this is the thing, either or, I feel like I'm doing what God has called me to do. That's good. And so regardless whether that feedback is negative Mm -hmm. or positive, we're going to keep along this path and keep pushing along this path to make um, this world better and to really live out John 17 and what it means um, to be one Mm -hmm. um, so that they will know you by the love that you have for one another. Right. And we're not doing a good job with that. And so my mission is to help the church and to help um, Christians and organizations um, um, really live out that vision. Mm. So can churches bring you in for you to do kind of like uh, talk about this or do presentation? Oh, yes. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I just did Catalyst. I'm doing Orange Conference. I'm doing Justice Conference this year. I'm actually flying out to Phoenix to um, train a a church out there next month. And then I'm also 
um, my old church, a church in Atlanta, they've called me in um, to do some stuff with them also to have a conversation with their staff. And then I'm also um, doing, I just did some work with, um, we're better together with Bernice King, Martin Luther King's daughter. Oh, can you just tell us what you just did? Yeah, she's launching this huge initiative. And this is why, you know, this is what God is saying, because um, she's launching an initiative called Better Together. Mm -hmm. And this is to target 100 pastors in Atlanta to come together to do the work of racial bridge building. And so I was a part of that. Some of the material that they're planning to use is some of the Be the Bridge stuff in this conversation throughout a year. She's coming up on their, um, the 50th year anniversary is coming up on his assassination in next year, April 2018. So 18. So she's mm-hmm. um, having this conversation for a year. And I was a part of the launching of that. I was able to go. And I had the opportunity to speak at Ebenezer Church, which mm. is where um, Dr. Martin Luther King and his father also pastored there. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't get afraid a lot, but I'm telling you, my knees were shaking. That that was a mantle that I never even mm. saw for myself. And I'm still pinching myself. And to just be in her company and to see how she has a heart um, to bridge bill when you think about her, you know, her father was assassinated mm. for trying to bring rec- racial reconciliation and to stand for truth. You know, her her family has been targeted, but still in the midst of it all, she's still standing wanting to be, um, to see racial reconciliation within the church. And so that really encourages me. Well, I saw your pictures and I was like, dang girl, look at you standing behind that pulpit, just bringing it. <laughs> I was so proud of you. I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was great. I got to share with them that I went to see Garth Brooks. Also. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> I actually loved hearing you talk about that Garth Brooks concert. What did you think? I don't ever want to go back. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, so actually, can I tell? Well, can I tell you? You got, you got a phenomenal experience because it was during. Um, South by, South by. which yeah. just turns into a huge music festival here in Austin. It's probably one of the biggest musical festivals in the world. And I stay away because that stuff does not do it for me. But Garth Brooks did a free, did you hear me people, free concert outside. And it was beautiful in Austin, Texas. And if I felt like on social media, all my friends were there, which isn't true. But I know I was having severe FOMO. But I saw him like two summers ago. And Tosh is one of the best concerts I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, you see, I didn't know. Listen, this is the thing. And see, this is why you have to do stuff that's culturally different from yourself because you learn and it broadens yes. you. Yeah. And so I went with some friends and I didn't know one song. Like, let me tell you, I didn't want, I didn't know one song. And let me tell you, I can count on one hand, how many people that I saw look like me out there, you know, I'm telling you, I don't even know if it was a full hand, maybe like three people. And I was sitting up there and I was like, wow, but it was great to see my friends Mm. enjoying someone that they have admired since they were kids, you know, to see them know every lyric, every Mm -hmm. song. And that's what it's about. That's why we're in relationship with one another, because I can take, you know, I can, step back on what you know some of my my cultural desires would be and enjoy and enjoy my friends and so the same goes for me as people will enjoy Kurt Franklin because mm-hmm. that's my world mm-hmm. and that's really that's my my um my worship language and mm-hmm. how I you know how I like to worship and so you'll get a chance to experience that 
um, tonight. I am so excited because I don't know anything about Kirk Franklin. I mean, I know who he is, just like you know who Garth Brooks was. But you're okay, right. You That's go so good. I need you to go listen to his last CD. Okay, okay we're so coming full know. circle right here. Now, okay, <laughs> I'll listen to that. I, I'm like, you didn't even know Friends in Low Places? I did. I knew that one. Okay. I knew the hook. I knew the hook you got to friends. that. And I did try to listen before I went there. I just couldn't get through okay well i'll i will let you know that before i show up on friday for the kirk franklin concert i will have listened to his latest cd okay okay great it's a deal it's a deal uh okay tasha what's a pet peeve that you have what is a pet peeve Mm -hmm. oh i do not like smacking when people like eat their food and smack oh my goodness that drives me crazy do adults (laughs) do this because i have four children and i literally last night i kid you not tasha we had this exact conversation at dinner. I say 8,000 times during dinner, close your mouth, close your mouth, stop smacking. I looked at my kids last night and I said, you guys, I want you guys to know what kind of self-control I have because at dinner time, all I want to do, I literally want to take my hand and punch you in the face. That's what I told my kids. <laughs> do adults smack? Is this a real thing? Yeah, adults do smack. I cannot handle it they either. Do. I'm with you. They do. Not a, lot, not a lot of my friends, but that's just like a pet peeve. Like, mm. that's you know, that's, that's one of them. Well, we, well, don't eat with my kids. I'll tell you that much. Because... Kids are not as bad as adults. Mm, mm. Hey, Tasha, if you could live anywhere for a year, like don't even be like a job. Just think like this is a fantasy world. If you could live anywhere for a year, where would it be? Okay. Um, the, the, the person, the part of me that wants to be an introvert would say, um, Fiji or Bora Bora, mm. but I don't like isolation. So I would only survive for a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I would only survive for a week because I need people in my life. Um, so the next thing I would say that I would, I would want to live in for a year, I would love to live in New York. Oh, in the city. New York, New York in the city. But I want to live like the rich people. Now, oh, I want to yeah. live like what I can afford to live like mm, in New York. Yeah. I want to live like on like in Manhattan, lower mm-hmm. Manhattan, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Times Square area. <laughs> you don't want the like 300 square foot apartment. You want no, no, like no. the whole the luxury, 17th yes. floor is yours. Yes. I want to, I want to, like they do on TV, you know what I'm saying? Like Like someone opens the door for you and you go up the elevator and you get off and it's your house. Yes. I want the bellhop. And if you guys remember (laughs) back in the day, the Jeffersons, you know, where they had a a doorman. (laughs) I just dated myself, but yes. I usually, I love, I love that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. That would be fun. And the city, New York city, we vacationed there just a handful of times. Um, and I'm just really, really exhausted. But I feel like if you lived there, you could kind of pace yourself. So, yeah, there's a lot I want to see and experience and and go to Broadway shows and stuff like that. But, you know, granted, I probably wouldn't be able to make it a year either there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be crazy. It's just a dream world. Um, yeah. OK, Tasha, you have you have accomplished so much. You have so much ahead of you. Be the Bridge is just growing and it's exciting and um, and in fact, I'm excited about tonight um, that that Be yes. the Bridge has been it's going to be the recipient of their um, offering. Right. Am I right about this? Yes, we were chosen um, to be the recipient. They sponsor a nonprofit each year to get the offering for this huge Austin event where mm-hmm. we have like over 300 churches come together and have this Good Friday event for the community. And Be the Bridge um, this year is the the conversation is around uh, reconciliation. I'm talking about r- uh, racial healing. Mm-hmm. And so um, Be the Bridge as an organization that's doing that in the Austin community 
and beyond Austin, of course, across mm-hmm. the United States and also in Canada, um, we were chosen as that um, nonprofit to receive that um, offer. And so this is huge for us because That's so good. We need it, and I it was so un, unexpected. So mm. we're so thankful. I'm so happy for you guys. I last year they gave it away. I believe it was to someone who was building um like a ranch human trafficking. Tra- yep, human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'll be there. I'll bring my checkbook. So give you yeah, some money. yeah. Um, I want you to cheer us on. You're you're a part of this now. Just think about this, Jamie. You like you're a part of the foundation mm. of the work of Be the Bridge. You are part of the first. Basically, before it was even Be the Bridge, you were part of the first conversation that helped develop um, this um, this discussion guide and um, to mm. take this around the world. Mm. We didn't even have a discussion guide. Did no, we? we just you just did it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll link in the show notes. To, I wrote a blog about this. I remember like one of my most vivid things. Um, I remember at the very beginning. Um, when we are, when we, when you invited me to be in this group and, uh, I, I was in here, I remember, this is what I remember so vividly is that we talked about what was the time when we felt, um, maybe discriminated against. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't, I had no answer like, I did yeah. not have an answer, you know? And so that was yeah. just like, it just, just stuck out in my brain forever since then. But I'm so, so proud of everything you got going on, and I'm excited about tonight, and I hope you guys raise a lot of money as we celebrate um, what God is doing um, through his people here in Austin and around the world through Be the Bridge. So, Tasha, I'm yeah. proud of you. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Jamie. Oh, so good. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, go back and listen to Tasha on number 44. And, hey, if you didn't listen to the show this week, Lisa Joe Baker was my guest on Wednesday. We had such a fun conversation. We talked about friendships, Ryan Gosling, Aaron Sorkin, my media fast that my kids are on. And guys, next Wednesday, Lauren Scruggs Kennedy joins me. And you may have heard of her. I'm not sure. A few years ago, she was in a very tragic accident. Tasha, listen to this. When a plane propeller sucked her into it. Oh, man. I, I remember that. She was like a, a fashion blogger, yes. right? Yes. Fashion blogger. Um it she she walks through it with us and she was so much fun to have on it was great getting to know her so you guys check oh, out the happy wow. hour next week i know all right guys have a great week have a happy hour with a friend happy easter everybody have fun with your family celebrating the fact that jesus died and rose again for us love you guys see you next week 